Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, this week on the show, we've got Elliot Knopp. He's here from, uh, writes for us here at the Viking Age. He's been on the show before. He's going to help us kind of kind of review what's been going on the season so far and maybe kind of try and look ahead to what could happen later on the season. So welcome back to the show, Elliot. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. It's nice to be able to talk and unwind after a couple of weeks of just stress and just stress. It's just been stress. <laughs> All right. Kirk Cousins, he's been playing very well. Subtract what? The Browns and Lions game. I, we don't know what happened or why that happened. A little blip in the season. Um, should the Vikings make Kirk Cousins their offensive centerpiece instead of Delvin Cook moving forward this season? I think it's going to get to the point where they may not have a choice and they're going to have to. Okay. So they should start getting him more involved as what this way I'm seeing it because with the run game as efficient as it is, whether it's Cook or Madison this year, yeah. that's not a concern anymore. That's it. They they're still going to run the ball. They're still going to do all that. But they just got that getting, rookie too. They just have to yeah. the the rookie running back too. Yeah, of course. And now it's like you start you start using your star wide receivers because yep. yep. you know Kirk's at this point right now in his career where he's playing the best of his life. Yep. If you're not going to capitalize on that, and if let's say he continues that pace, and we continue to run the ball it's going to cause a lot of issues because these teams are going to be in shootouts. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys offense is absolutely insane. Lamar Jackson doesn't even need amazing wide receivers to get it done or running back. Exactly. And <laughs> it's, yeah, it, they're going to need Kirk cousins to go out there and be the quarterback that they're paying so much money for. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you mentioned the Cowboys, you look at their situations very similar to the Vikings right now. And they have, you know, a trio of good receivers, quarterback who can get the job done, and, you know, a running back who's very talented, who they're paying a lot. Two very say, talented running yeah, backs. Right? Tony Pollard stepped yeah. up yep. this year, too. Exactly. Um, and they figured out a way to, to figure things out on offense. I think, you know, if Zimmer is out, you could potentially grab Kellen Moore from the Cowboys and have a similar philosophy for the Vikings if you want to keep rolling with Kirk Cousins and and Dalvin Cook, I think that's somebody to pay attention to for sure. But Kirk Cousins is playing well this year. But is this good for the Vikings in the long run? Like, are looking ahead two, three years, four years, is he just playing well this year because, you know, he, he's he gotten for an extension? or And then he gets that extension. Is he going to go back to good sometimes not so great sometimes or is this is this what we're seeing this year is this going to be the Kirk Cousins moving forward do you think I think this is the Kirk Cousins that we've 
kind of always had. When you yeah. look at his body of work since after his third year in Washington, he really started to turn on the Jets. He's been scoring. He's had like 4,000 yard seasons for, I think, one season he didn't have it. And that was last, last year. year. I think he had yeah. 3,600 yards yeah. and 25 plus touchdowns every year. And last year he had a career high with touchdowns. Yeah. So he's playing as a franchise quarterback. And if he's playing for an extension, that's fine. If he keeps putting up those numbers, that's cool. Yeah. I would much rather pay Kirk Cousins a lot of money then go with a quarterback that the let's look at the Vikings history just simply hasn't been there. Right. Case Keenum wasn't there. Bridgewater while he was winning some games wasn't there. We just haven't had a guy who's been able to push the ball downfield like cousins has. So if it's a contract he wants fine, as long as you put those numbers up every single week, like you've been doing or almost every single week, six games in it's pretty hard to determine, but do you think he's already earned another extension from the Vikings? kind of hard to say no at this point yep. he's still winning games despite a lot of things going wrong he's not missing those field goals he hasn't been fumbling those balls he hasn't he's turned right. over the ball one time this year. Yep. that's great that's absolutely great that i don't think a lot of people appreciate what kirk cousins has done even though he still has kirk moments where he goes to pump fake and fumbles the ball like yeah it happens so does like lamar jackson and look at patrick mahomes this year he's throwing a bunch of picks and uh, Russell Wilson has his moments. So, you know, Cousins isn't alone in, in that category. I just think he, you could say he's one of the, arguably the most polarizing quarterback in the league as far as like, if he does well, people are like, well, you know, it's because of this. And then if he does bad, it's like, well, yeah, of course he does because that's what Kirk Cousins does. He's, he's, he's not good. He chokes. Um, but then we've seen that not be the case the last couple of weeks where he's led the Vikings on game-winning drives, potential game-winning drives, and somebody else has choked with a leg that's supposed to work better for kicking the football. Um, he's just another one of those quarterbacks that is always going to have to prove himself, whether it's Lamar Jackson and, yeah. oh, is he a running back? Or yeah. is it Derek Carr and, oh, yeah. he's not that great? Well, he doesn't have weapons. He's doing well, right? There's just there's always quarterbacks out there that are going to have to prove themselves. And unfortunately for Kirk Cousins, he's one of them. He had three horrible years to start his career, yeah. and he's had some moments that were embarrassing. But at the same time, this year, in clutch time, he's proven that he will be the guy to take the ball down the field. He did it in the Saints game, which everyone loves to reference yeah. in the playoffs. And he's done it numerous times this year. But the game on the line, he has not been the reason the Vikings have lost games. Yeah, I think if he does it over this next stretch of four games against, you know, one of these, you know, really good opponents, then then people are going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, we are, he's, he's doing this for real. Because people could still say, oh, he did it against the Panthers, or he did it against the Lions. Um, and it's like, well, those teams are not very good anyways. But if he does it against a team like the Packers, or the Cowboys, or the Ravens, or the Chargers, then it's like, okay, we, we got to take this guy seriously. Um, and I think he's capable of that. He's, he's shown that he is already this year. Um, and the thing about those teams that the Vikings have lost to, though, is that, yeah, while there are some, like, some people look at them like the Bengals and so on and so forth, they're well coached this year. The Panthers have one of the top defenses in the NFL. Yeah. The Lions, Dan Campbell has actually brought something to that team that they haven't had in a while. They have that fire. And he recently called out Jared Goff, which teams don't usually call out their quarterback, yeah. but he did it. And it's week six, and this is his sixth week as he's not wrong. Head coach. He's not wrong. 
And the Bengals aren't that same Bengals team that they have been historically. They're mm-hmm. winning games. Jamar Chase is their version of Justin Jefferson, and it's it's insane. And the it's, Cardinals are undefeated. Exactly. So the, this isn't like the Vikings are just completely blowing games, which, yeah, to an extent they have, but <laughs> these are well-coached teams. Like We yeah. can't just sleep on the fact that the Vikings are going to have a tough year from week one all the way to week 18. Yeah, and the Brown the Browns are not terrible either. They've they're dealing with some injuries now, but you know when they when the Vikings faced them, they uh, did they have their two head yeah they had their two headed monster. They had Nick Chubb and and um, Kareem Hunt back there. They also uh, had their two headed monster on defense. Yeah, Miles Garrett and exactly. Terrorizing Rashad Hill, it was just horrendous. And if, if Baker Mayfield could hit anybody on the field, they would have won by a bunch more. I feel like, um, but you know oh, yeah. that's a different story all right we've talked about dalvin cook as well if the vikings miss the playoffs i kind of mentioned this earlier a little bit of some people throwing this out there are you open to the vikings trading him next offseason dalvin cook oh man (laughs) (laughs) i know but but i mean you're paying this guy a bunch of money and then you're still not making the playoffs so, would you rather invest that money in a quarterback or your running back? I don't see a scenario where trading Dalvin Cook helps the Vikings at no, all. Yeah. Unless they end up, say, like making a trade for another running back. So, while this isn't likely, let's say Travis Etienne comes back for the Jaguars and James Robinson or Etienne becomes available, right? And yeah. they can get a cheap running back. Then, maybe something like that would work out. You draft somebody. Maybe. But it, not without a plan. Like if they have a plan to go get a quarterback that they plan on spending money on or keeping Kirk Cousins or whatever they want to do with that money, you don't take a significant downgrade at a position just because, oh, it frees up cap space. It's You have a lot of players on one-year deals right now. They're going to have the cap space in the free in the offseason. So I wouldn't go ahead and trade away one of the most exciting players in the in the league right now. It just, what if... What if um... What if he misses, let's say, three more games this year? Does that change your opinion? No. No? No. Because those games could be three wins. Those, like, If he's healthy, those games are three wins, right? And I don't know if the Vikings, if Madison, as good as he is, I don't know if he can still instill a fear in a defense like Dalvin Cook does. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Because um, we've seen they've still given Madison like 30 touches and his production is, is not – as good as as Dalvin Cook, I do just worry about that injury factor with Dalvin Cook. I know he hasn't missed, he hasn't been inactive for a bunch of games the last few years, but he's also exited a bunch of games or had to miss a chunk of time during a game because he's gotten hurt or he's been playing hurt, like we saw what was it against the Browns, yeah, where he was not Dalvin, the Dalvin Cook. We know he couldn't be explosive. I think he's still recovering a little bit from that ankle injury. Looked a lot better against the Panthers. I'm sure he'll look better when they play the Cowboys. But, you know, he doesn't shy away from contacts. So you always got to worry. And he's not the biggest guy in the world. So you just got to worry about that with him. I I don't know. Um, if you had to pick, let's just say you had to pick between Cousins and Cook. Who are you going with? <laughs> now, nah, this is going to, this is a great question. This is going to be super polarizing. I love it. I'm going to have to say Dalvin Cook because oh, wow. what Dalvin Cook does is he makes it a quarterback-friendly system. Yeah. 
so that it can act like you saw it with Case Keenum. It, it, it's plug yep. and play. Yep. You have the weapons. It, now that they have a line, it looks like it's going to be a plug and play system. You saw it happen in a few teams. Baker Mayfield was in a playoffs last year. He's not a great quarterback, yep. but he was in a good system and it worked out, especially with Jarvis Landry as his number one receiver and the depth behind that not being there. Right. So, yeah. If you make it quarterback friendly, then it, it that, that can still get you some wins and you can fluke out a win like, uh, like Trent Dilfer, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He won a Super Bowl and okay. Yeah, Nick, Foles, Nick Foles won in the Eagles system and that was amazing. So mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily take an amazing quarterback to win, but good coaching and having every all the pieces in place can get that team to a win because it's a team sport and I don't think Kirk Cousins is enough to be that factor that will you know, get them where they want to be. On his own, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, we should send that clip to Mike Zimmer because I think he would give you some free tickets or, or free gear because that's his probably ideal. He would love to just have the, you know, the best running back in the league and the best defense and then whoever is his quarterback, he doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just going to roll forward with his defense and his running game and pound it down everyone's throat. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think that's interesting because I kind of wonder, like, if Kirk Cousins would be playing as well this season if he didn't have Delvin Cook? And I think the obvious answer is no. Because you look at those, what, the Lions game, Madison was out there. And the Browns game, Cook, he was out there, but he wasn't he wasn't the normal Delvin Cook. And Kirk Cousins was not, not that good uh, mm-hmm. in those two games. And I, I think Delvin Cook has a lot to do with the success that, that Kirk Cousins is having just because they have to account for Dalvin Cook wherever he is on the field. The play action works ridiculously when he's on the field because they always have to worry about him getting the ball. So, yeah, I just I just want him to stay healthy. Just, just, just Can we give him 25 touches instead of 30? You know, like, save him Have a, a healthy bit? rotation like the other teams are doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, James Robinson is the clear number one in Jacksonville, but they still put Carlos Hyde They got there. Madison. He can, he's not Dalvin Cook, but he can do some stuff. Like, give him, give him some some more it doesn't have to be you know 50 50 you know it can be 70 30 80 20 even like just just it's their 17 games and you want to make the playoffs give Dalvin cook a chance he's he's like the backbone of your offense you need him so try and keep him healthy instead of pounding him into the ground which is something i think people accuse zimmer of with his his conservative run first approach it's like you know you love to run Dalvin Cook, but he's not going to be around if you just keep giving him the ball 35 times a game. It's a different story with Derrick Henry. That guy's not a human. He Look at him. He's like an Adonis out there on the field. He's a literal titan. Like yeah. he, he towers <laughs> over everybody, and he has superpowers. You can't ask for more from a running back. Like yeah. that is, That's a genetic specimen yeah. of a he, human being. He can like, handle 50 touches a game. Uh, not, no one clearly. can. Uh, yeah. All right. We will end on this note. Will the Vikings make the playoffs this season? And if they do, how far will they get? I'm going to go out in there and say it. I'm going to say it all year until they prove me wrong. I do think the Vikings are a playoff team. They won't win the number one seed, but they are a playoff team because they're going to beat out the likes of the Eagles, the the football team, mm-hmm. the Giants, like you look Bears. at the competition that yeah, exactly. You and the Lions, like you're looking. That's already five teams. They just need to be a top seven team 
in out of the 14, 16 teams, out of the 16 teams in their conference. And when you look at the competition around the league, they're better than the Falcons. They've already beat the Panthers. Uh, Yes, as tough as their schedule is, exactly. As tough as their schedule is, all they have to do is be one of the top seven teams. So you take the four division leaders and they're going to be there. They're going to be contending for a spot. And I think they have what it takes to beat them out. Once they get into the playoffs, we've seen some magic. We have seen some magic. So let's hope the Saints get in as well (laughs) and get a first round. They're not winning the division, though. Oh, yeah. The the Bucs are not winning. Which is great because, you know, I think Tampa Bay is probably going to get that wild card spot. I mean, the um, the one seed. The, yeah, they, they're going to get the first round by. Yeah. And it'll be great to see what happens from there. I Vikings think at Packers first round. That would be exciting. Mm-hmm. Would that not? Especially if it's like in Lambeau, mm-hmm. like go mm-hmm. for it. I, mm-hmm. I think they'd beat them because that defense, we've seen the Packers defense. It's not looking great this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. Um, did you say how far you think they'll get? I think they'll at least make a push to the divisional round. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel similar. I think they will make the playoffs. I think they will win at least one game. Um, and then the question is, like, then we get back to the same questions we've had every offseason. Is is Kirk the guy? Is Zimmer the guy? Like, do we get one more year? Like, it's just a never-ending cycle. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I think they're a playoff team, barring injuries to, you know, notable guys. I think they'll make the playoffs and uh, maybe uh, make a little noise. Maybe they can be the, what, what was it, the Titans? Was it last year or the year before where they just went on the road every week and made it to the AFC Championship? I feel like um, that was two years ago. I think they beat the, what, they beat, they beat the Patriots and the Ravens. Yeah, that was the Titans two years ago, yeah. Because yeah. the, the Ravens Chiefs. got their revenge last year. Yeah, so. and they played the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So maybe the Vikings can do that. You know, they, they're, their philosophy for maybe the entire season on offense isn't maybe what you'd want it to be. But when you get in the playoffs, you got to be able to run the ball and you got to be able to play good defense. And that's what they want to do. So just get in, get in there, get in the dance. That's what you hear that all the time. Just, just get in there and you know, the, the rest will take care of itself. So we will see. They still have 11 games to play. Got a big one. Coming up Halloween night when they return Sunday night football at home against the Cowboys. They win that game. I mean, other teams got to take them to them seriously. I I think they should take them seriously now because the Vikings have a lot of talent. But maybe the the national media will start to take them more seriously and, and not be like, oh, the Cowboys lost instead of it should be the Vikings won. Yeah, if they beat the Cowboys, that is going to shock the NFL, I think. Yeah. Because everyone's looking at the Cowboys saying, yeah, they're running away with the division, and they're going to. Like, it's super clear that they're one of the best teams in the NFL. They could lose the rest of their games probably and still win the division. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, if they beat the Cowboys and with everything that's going on over there, that's huge. That is a huge win for the Vikings. Like, the... Carolina Panthers game was a must win. Everyone knew that. If you can't beat yep. the Panthers, you're not going to yep. make the playoff. Yep. But if they can beat, the, like this isn't a must win, but this is a please, please win. Because this Prescott, is going to be huge. Dak Prescott, he's not 100%. He hurt his calf right before uh, that, that last game. He says he's, you know, he'll be fine to play or whatever, but I don't know if he'll be able to run away from, you know, Everson Griffin and Daniel Hunter all game. So I'll be... uh. 
curious to see what their plan is to to go after him because McCarthy's not a mastermind either. No, I kind of worry about him because he's had success against the Vikings. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers has had yeah. success. <laughs> okay, well they beat him last year with Andy Dalton. Yeah, uh, but the Vikings were not. That was not the defense that they have this year mm-hmm. either. So we can we can go back and forth on that probably for a while. That's all I got for you today, Elliot. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Yeah, so my ha- my username is just the same as my real name. It's at Elliot Knopp, and it's two L's, two T's, and two P's. All right, go follow him. Go check out his stuff on the Viking Age. Subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, we will talk to you later. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.